Hey guys, it's Timmy and this is Brustling Unlimited as it's Monday, April 25th, 2022, and this is the Wrestling Wrap-Up, a handful of news brought to you in one easy-to-watch video. Now, if you're watching live and you've been watching me live for the last couple of days, I don't know what's going on with my audio. For some reason, my audio mixer, my GoXLR, keeps overwriting the changes that I make when I, I'm... It did an update. And then for some reason, it's not correctly saving my settings to send to OBS, my streaming software, to pick up my microphone. So every time I restart my computer, I got to go in and reset that. But even though I reset it, it's not saving it properly. So I don't know if maybe there's another update I need to do to fix that. But that's why every time I keep going live, I'm also muted. Because for some reason, it's not saving my settings properly when I make it and I change them correctly say hey no pick up the audio from this source this mic boom 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 and then it doesn't save it for some reason so i'm gonna work today to get that all fixed and make sure that's all working and stuff but we got news to talk about today because it's monday it's a new week we got raw tonight but we've also got a lot of other things to talk about as we have one two three four five six seven and a half news stories you know my half is the raw preview seven and a half news stories to talk about for today on the wrestling wrap-up, we're going to talk about two possible returns tonight on Raw. Austin Theory, the next John Cena, the New Japan president saved a kid's life, and more right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. But with that, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited, YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited, and Twitter.com forward slash PWUnlimited. Remember, if you are watching on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can either help us out by hitting that donate button down below or donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also remember, you can help us out by subscribing to the channel one of two different ways. You can either subscribe with a tiered subscription, just like Cold Cuts KC recently did for 15 months, or subscribe with Amazon Prime. Because remember, if you have Amazon Prime, whether that's Prime Gaming or Prime Video, you take that Prime account. Take that Twitch account. You link them together, bada bing, bada boom, you're Prime Gaming. Prime Gaming gives you a lot of cool things like free games. Uh, right now, the free, the big, the biggest free games are Elder Scrolls 4 Oblivion Game of the Year Edition and Last vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville. You also get free stuff for games like Madden 22, Fall Guys, Valorant, New World, Grand Theft Auto Online, and so much more. And also remember, a Prime Gaming account or Twitch Gaming Prime... It's, they change the name all the time. Prime Gaming account on Twitch gives you one free subscription to any Twitch channel you want to subscribe to throughout the month. And I'd greatly appreciate it if you subscribed right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. But remember, it doesn't even have to be your Twitch or your Amazon Prime account. It could be anybody's Amazon Prime account. Whether that's your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, your auntie, your uncle, your grandma, your grandpa, your pest control guy that came and Sprayed for ants in your kitchen. Um, the guy that came and fixed your toilet because the flapper keeps un unhooking. And then you realize, oh, the chain's broke. All that kind of stuff. Could be anybody. Could be the girl at the grocery store yesterday that helped you find the specific soy milk or almond milk, whichever one it is, for your daughter because she's slightly lactose and it makes her break out in hives and it and it hurts and it, 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 it irritates her eczema. But you ask them, hey. Can I have your Twitch or your Amazon Prime account? They go, why? And you say, 
Because I want to link it to my Twitch. Not going to cost you anything extra. And support a great creator on Twitch. But with that on the flip side, if you're watching over on YouTube, you can help us out over there as well with a super chat or a super sticker donation. Also remember, all super chats do get read live on the air. And remember, if you hit that join button down below, you become a channel member. As a channel member, you get early access to news, early access to podcast episodes, early access to non-news videos, and so much more as well. Right now, we've got a video up for Patreon subscribers, patreon.com forward slash PW Unlimited, and tier two and above subscribers as a channel member. We've got a retro review. All the way back, Battleground 2013, Shield versus the Rhodes Dynasty to keep the Rhodes jobs or lose Dusties. We got a retro review of that up, and tomorrow we will be having another retro review going up as far as the follow to that match where the Rhodes defeated the Shield on Raw for the Tag Team Championships in St. Louis. And finally, remember, just a quick hit, head over to the Epic Game Store. Head over to the Epic Game Store, whether you're buying a brand new game, whether you're buying an old game, whether you're getting Rocket League or Fortnite bucks, or you're claiming the free game, use the Epic Creator Code. PW Unlimited at checkout to support us right here. Doesn't cost you anything extra to use the code. And we, we get a kickback. So with that, again, thank you for helping us. Thank you for supporting us. Let's get into the news. The first thing we want to talk about is Austin Theory. Austin Theory is getting the push of a lifetime right now as far as it goes in WWE. He is being... Uh, groomed by one Vince McMahon himself. Not only is he being groomed by Vince, he's doing on-screen stuff with Mr. Vince McMahon. And it's like, oh, okay. Okay, this is this is different. This is different than when he said, Drew McIntyre, a chosen one. But no, he did that one thing and that was it. He's done a bunch with Austin Theory on television. He did a WrestleMania angle with Austin Theory at WrestleMania. So it's like, no, this is different. Way, way, way different. And because people were trying to claim, oh, well, Vince did the same thing with Drew McIntyre. And Drew McIntyre, look what happened to him. He got fired at one point after being in 3MB. Okay. But this is different. Way, way different. And I did want to read, I'll bring it up on the screen here as well. This tweet from WrestleVotes that states, now that his push is in full effect, source states, he anticipates bigger and bigger things for theory. A person with direct knowledge states Vince, quote, sees a young John Cena in theory and will, quote, give the kid everything he needs to succeed. So with that sentiment, it's like I've said from, for a while that theory, and I probably said Austin Theory a couple times, but theory does remind me of a young John Cena. The ruthless aggression John Cena when he first came out on SmackDown and confronted Kurt Angle. He's got the same body, slightly same look. Maybe Theory's better than even Cena was back then. And John Cena, well, John Cena even said that himself. Let's pull up this tweet right here from John Cena. Boom, 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 boom. Pause that video because I don't want a video to play and me get claimed. So, Austin Theory right here says, Happy birthday at John Cena. Sorry I'm a better U.S. champ than you. Cena then responded this morning, stating, Everyone understands that you have far more talent, 
strength, and gifts than I ever had. Don't apologize for that, ever. An apology should come 20 years from now if you fail to provide the effort needed to turn your potential into your legacy. I hope that day never comes. And then a shot glass emoji. So Cena himself is even taking note of Austin Theory and saying, hey, Theory's better than I was. Theory now is better than I was at that point of my career. I mean, we all remember, you may not, but there's the one story of when Cena first got brought up to the main roster, Bruce Pritchard was a big advocate of him. And he was walking around backstage. This was before he made his SmackDown debut. He's walking around backstage, and Vince goes, who's that? He's like, oh, that's John Cena, sir. He's like, why oh, is that roided guy in my locker room? They're like, no, he's clean. He's clean. Like, he's not on anything. And Vince basically wanted him fired because he thought Cena was on steroids. And Bruce Richards has this whole story on the um, Something to Wrestle With podcast. But basically, they're like, no, 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 no. He's clean. He passed the test. No, no problem. This and that. And then there was other things that led to Cena almost getting fired from the company as well. And then Stephanie heard him rap. And we all know where that led to. But it's like if John Cena, one of the greatest of all time, or as Santino Morello would say, greatest of all the times, says that Austin Theory is better than I, I was. Holy fuck. John Cena ain't just going, or John Cena ain't getting a call from WWE saying, Hey, uh, can you write this tweet up and da 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 No, that's Cena doing it on his own. That means Cena is taking notice of Austin Theory, seeing what Austin Theory is doing in WWE and liking it. So that's great for Theory that he's got the Cena endorsement after so many people have basically tried to compare him to John Cena. So, hey, trajectory's only up right now for Austin Theory. And like Cena said, don't apologize. For anything, unless you fail to strive to the potential that we all know you have. So, I'm interested to see where this Austin Theory stuff goes. Will Austin Theory eventually become a world champion? Who knows? But right now, he's the U.S. champion, and he's soaking it all in. But as we move forward, some more WWE news and notes here. We're going to talk about WrestleMania Backlash, as a new match was announced over the weekend for the upcoming May 8th pay-per-view. During a backstage interview with Happy Corbin on Saturday's Talking a Smack, it was announced that Corbin will be going one-on-one -on -one at WrestleMania Backlash with Madcap Moss. WrestleMania Backlash will be taking place on May 8th. The former two best friends will now battle it out after on Friday's SmackDown, while Corbin stole the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Trophy, Battle Royal Trophy, that Madcap did win the night before WrestleMania on SmackDown. So, yeah, they're going to have the match. Madcap's the babyface. Corbin's the heel. But here's my one, I guess you could say, negative on all of this, as far as Madcap still goes. Madcap's still telling bad jokes. He did a joke saying, oh, we'd be I'd be friends with Corbin again. Or It would take longer for me to become friends with Corbin again than him to grow hair on the top of his head or something like that. I'm like, no. You can't be still telling these bad jokes. You can't. You gotta get either better jokes or not have the jokester gimmick. It's like, eh. But this match 
will be taking place on May 8th at WrestleMania Backlash. Again, it will be Baron Corbin, or should I say Happy Corbin, against Mad Cat Moss. Now, I don't know if you guys saw this over the weekend as we transition to our next story that has to do with New Japan Pro Wrestling, but apparently, but apparently, President of New Japan Pro Wrestling, Akami Obari, saved a child's life over the weekend. Yeah, that ain't a joke. He sent out a tweet about it, and we do have the, uh, the rough translation here from Reddit user JamieN62, where Obari tweeted out the following. I just returned to Japan, and I'm on my way home by train. A few minutes ago, a girl who could barely stand fell between the train and the platform. She was lying on the platform, and with the help of her mother, we managed to pull her up. Her little face could barely fit through the gap. That's scary. As a parent myself, never been on like a subway or a train type of thing ever because I grew up in the mountains in California and LA don't got stuff like that that I've ever been on because I mean I've been other places in the world but it's like where I spent most of my life is Central California Los Angeles a little bit Northern California but not so much we don't got all that kind of stuff here we ain't got trains and subways and all that like I couldn't even imagine falling off the, the platform and then the train coming and someone got to save your life. Let alone you helping save a child. So, whoo! That's wild. Shout out to Obari for helping out. Yeah, I don't really know much more to say other than this is a wild story that broke over the weekend. I think he, he tweeted it out Sun Saturday. Well, yeah, Saturday he tweeted this out. And then the translation went... Over the weekend. So, yeah. Obari saving lives. As he returns from America to Japan. We all know that. Coming up on June 26th. New Japan Pro Wrestling will be working with AEW for the Forbidden Door. But New Japan also works with Impact. And Impact, as we try to tie things together here. Offered one, one of their wrestlers more time on their deal. According to a new report from a Fightful. Fightful does report that Maria Canellis actually offered more time on her contract going forward from Impact Wrestling. However, it is also noted that other members of the Honor No More have not signed to contracts as of April 1st, so they are not under contract with Impact Wrestling. Yet Impact does want to retain Maria. I don't know if that also. I don't know if this means Maria and Mike. Or just Maria? That's the big if question. We don't know what all this entails. So we also do know that Maria has been in talks with Tony Khan about helping out with Ring of Honor. Maria did confirm that she has had talks with Tony Khan about helping the, the women's division over there. Also, we do know that Maria Canellis is basically starting her own women's promotion. Excuse me, called Women's Wrestling Army. They do have, if I can get this to pull up here, a few matches. They have some stuff announced. For some reason, I can't get... Here we go, here we go. So, we do have some names announced for the Women's Wrestling Army show, like Janai Kai. We do know that 
Lenny Leonard and Alyssa Murano, who we just had on our channel two weeks ago, previewing the West Coast Pro Wrestling Show. We'll be doing commentary for uh, women's wrestling army. We know that they got Tasha Steeles. They've got The Hex, Allison Kay, and Marty Bell. They've also signed uh, Trisha Dora for the show as well that will be taking place on Sunday, May 1st. So we don't know exactly what's going on Maria. She's got a lot of irons in the fire right now. Impact wants to keep her. Tony Khan maybe wants to use her help for the women's division in the ROH, and she's starting her own thing as well. So kudos to Maria Canellas for getting her name out there as far as doing so many things in professional wrestling right now. But as we move forward, before we get going with anything else, I do have to tell you that this podcast is brought to you by 630 Electronic Bicycles. Every kid loves riding a bike, and the love grew into a lifelong passion at 630. In the early 2000s, we were swept up in the Southern California beach culture and found the cruiser bicycle an integral part of that lifestyle. Now, in the world that seems to matter when, now in, in a world that seems to matter when we are on our bikes cruising along the beach, enjoying the sand and sun, we smile more, we laugh more, enjoy more. We wanted to bring an innovative and refreshed look for bike designs in the past. And so, 630 Bicycle Company was born. 630 Bicycle Company is at the forefront of producing stylish and highly functional cruiser bicycles that are comfortable, durable, and reliable, all with a very reasonable price range, whether it's a standard or electric bike. We're confident 630 and their bikes will be the perfect fit for you. Use our link in the description below or the chat right now when going over and getting your first bike with 630. Want a regular bike or an electric bike? Well, 630 is here to help you. 630 is a supporter here of Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And when you use our link when purchasing your first bike with them, you will be supporting us here again at Pro Wrestling Unlimited. So again, head over to six, uh, pwunlimited.co slash 630, spelled out S-I-X-T-H-R-E-E-Z-E-R-O. Tell them, Pro Wrestling Unlimited sent ya. As we move forward here, we've got a couple more stories to hit on. we got three more stories. One has to do with AEW Rampage and some of their matches last week being edited. Last week's AEW Rampage was a pretty crammed show. They tried to fit a lot in that one-hour show. And according to Dave Meltzer, on the latest Wrestling Observer Radio, he stated that two of the bigger matches on the show actually were edited down for time. First off, he did state that Eddie, Gar or Eddie Kingston and Daniel Garcia got edited down to around 13 minutes. No, the main match was 13 minutes, and that got edited down. Also, in the match between Tomohiro Ishii and Adam Cole, that match actually, like live in person, went 22 minutes and also got cut down for time as well because they couldn't really cut much time out of the main event. Those for the TBS title because they want to give the title match in the main event as much time possible. So it is interesting that 
Tony Khan booked out the show and timed it to where, okay, we're not live here, so we can give the live crowd a really, really, really good match. But then when it comes to the show on Friday, match has got to be edited down. I don't like that because what if the wrestlers themselves do certain things in their matches and then they get cut and then the wrestler goes back and watches and goes, where's this, where's this? Like, what if like certain big spots, like I get it. Tony Khan probably knows which spots not to cut and what spots to, to cut out and what can work and what can't work and stuff. But I just, I really think that he shouldn't be doing this. And I'm, as someone that doesn't have experience booking shows, maybe my, my opinion here doesn't matter. But as somebody who watches the show, what I think is what you're putting out there live and when you're putting out on television should be the same. Unless there's a botch that needs to be edited out. Something blatantly, obviously messed up needs to be edited out. Because, like I said, when you're booking your show, you know, okay, it's an hour-long show. We're taping Rampage. I'm going to, you know air it or I'm going to run it here tonight and tape it as if we're live. That's where they should always do it as if they're live. That way stuff like this doesn't have to happen again. The Eddie Kingston, Daniel Garcia match went 13 minutes that got cut down to, I want to say, Oh, where was, I think I have the actual times here. Give me one quick second. And I can tell you, um, um, rampage, rampage, Page. Why do I not have my? I had somebody send it to me. Now I can't find the message because I asked somebody to check it for me. It helps me out with that kind of stuff. Now I don't have it, unfortunately. The times, but I think that match ended up getting cut from thirteen to seven, and I think the twenty-two minute match got cut straight in half to eleven, if I'm remembering correctly. So. AEW did need to cut some of their matches down this week because they went, I don't know if they went over time or if Tony Khan just told them, hey, you can go this long, but we're going to cut stuff out. So I don't know what the, the talk was, but we do know that two of the matches, the better matches on the show, were cut for time when it came to editing the final product. As we move forward, we got some stuff to talk about. Now, if you don't want possible spoilers for tonight's Monday Night Raw, the final two news stories are possible spoilers. So either stick around or unfortunately cut off the stream. Because we're going to start talking possible spoilers on two possible returns for tonight's Monday Night Raws. The first one has to do with Asuka. According to Sean Rossap of Fightful, Sap does report that Asuka is planned to return imminently and could be seen as early as tonight's Monday Night Raw. The report states that when, Oscar's retur- when Oscar returns to television, she is slated to work a short-term program with current or former, I mean, former Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch. Lynch is set to be on tonight's Monday Night Raw, making her first televised appearance for the company since WrestleMania. So one would assume that Becky's out there, she's bitching and moaning, and out comes Oscar, basically telling her, "Ah, shut up, I'll be quiet, I'll cut it out, or something like that." So they also do go on to state that these are tentative plans as of this weekend and things could change. The report also goes on to state that numerous pitches were made from credit from creative and talent as early back as January asking about Oscar and her return. 
None of that actually materialized because Asuka was not actually cleared in January and she could not return in time for the Royal Rumble as many were asking about. So with that, it is possible that Asuka does return as early as tonight for Monday Night Raw as it seems like she is now finally cleared and ready to go. And speaking of one return, we might have another return as well, as well, Mustafa Ali is being figured into some plans, possibly for tonight's Raw as well. I can get this to load. Why? Oh, nope. Hold on. Do this a different way. Um, bum, 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 bum. Why is this not wanting to load? One second, guys. Uh-oh. Mm, let's try one other thing really fast. My notes just froze. They won't open back up. I have to do this one off of memory. Yep. All right. So, Ali. According to a report over the weekend from Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful, got two reports here from Fightful, they do state that Mustafa Ali is actually being figured into possible plans for tonight's Monday Night Raw. Now, Ali has not been seen on WWE television since I want to say, and again, I'm trying to go off of memory here, October time, October, November. He was drafted to SmackDown. He had an argument with Vince McMahon backstage, and Vince sent him home. Then I want to say it was January time, maybe late December, early January. He went public stating, I want my release. I'm asking for my release. Hopefully I can get it. That was denied. He then sent out a tweet saying, so I didn't get the release. Don't book me for the Rumble. I don't want to work it. And we haven't seen or heard much of him as far as WWE goes. We've seen him training still. And he's posting, you know, little videos here and there of him training. But Ali could be returning as early as tonight. It's unclear exactly what kind of role Mustafa Ali could have. We do know that he was working on one new gimmick before being released, even worked on some vignettes and produced them himself, posted them on social media, and they got a lot of praise. But then Vince didn't like him and didn't use them. He kept them home. So we'll see where that all leads to, but it is being also reported that Mustafa Ali could be returning to WWE programming as early as tonight on Monday Night Raw. With all of that, tonight is Monday Night Raw, and let's run down the quick recap, or not recap, but preview of what we know for tonight's Monday Night Raw. As far as tonight's show does go, we do know that we will be gaining the television return of Becky Lynch. I keep saying television return because Becky has been working house shows, but hasn't been on TV since losing to Bianca Belair at WrestleMania. Also tonight, we don't have many details on what this is going to be, but we have the 20th anniversary celebration of Randy Orton. I would assume maybe Riddle throws a little party bash thing, but also throughout the show, we get clips from Randy Orton's uh, past, his career, all the different things he's done. You know, Undertaker, Hell in a Cell, the hardcore match with Mick Foley, winning world championships, 14 at that, and so forth. So we'll see what that means, but we are getting a Randy Orton 20th anniversary celebration tonight. As far as action is concerned, I guess you can call this action. Bobby Lashley and Omos will compete in an arm wrestling challenge. And finally, hometown girl Bianca Belair will be defending the Raw Women's Championship 
against Sonya Deville. With that, that is everything that has so far been announced for tonight's Monday Night Raw. And that's going to do it, ladies and gentlemen, for the wrestling wrap-up. Handful of news brought to you in one easy-to-watch video. With that, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And Twitter.com forward slash PWUnlimited. We will be back live tonight for Monday Night Raw. We'll be talking about everything that goes down on that show. So with that, guys, have a great rest of your Monday, and I'll see you next time. Have a good one, guys.